You're listening to the Leaving Inside Out podcast, and I'm your host, Tox Arotere. This is episode 20. Thank you for tuning in to the Leaving Inside Out podcast, where we believe in the necessity of personal development. Episode 20 is The Growth Zone, where dreams come to life. How are you doing? It is so wonderful to connect with you again today. It's just such a joy. This is one of the best things, my favorite things to do is recording this podcast and not because I want to hear the sound of my voice. (laughs) No, because I know that I'm speaking into the lives of people literally around the world. And I just feel so honored that you will choose to listen to me. This week, I have been working with the amazing Annalisa. She's my daughter in situ. (laughs) Absolutely gorgeous, very smart, and such a delight to be with. It is so refreshing speaking with young adults because they help you take a back seat so you can view life from their perspective, which is always interesting often feels like you're on a roller coaster because they're living in a completely different time from us. And it is imperative that we view life through their filter if we're going to have any sort of positive impact on them. And so I find that a lot can get lost in translation. This happens with my boys because I grew up in a different culture and I also grew up in a different time from them. (laughs) And what we used to celebrate in our time is not celebrated in this time. It's looked down on even sometimes by our young adults. And we have to kind of learn to go through life without judging and comparing our times and going on. In my time, it was this way. And you know, this never happened in my time. And all of that requires intentional growth. And growth is difficult. (laughs) But that shouldn't stop us. So this week, life has taken my education from the comfort zone and into the growth zone. But let's pause for a minute and just double check. Are we really in episode 20? Listen, 20, that's huge. Thank you for sticking with me. And I'll be doing a giveaway at episode 25 because that is a major milestone. And I thank you for it, but you definitely don't want to miss that giveaway because I promise you it's huge. So if you're not subscribed to receive my newsletter, you want to do so, so you do not miss out. One of the most powerful lessons I've been privileged to understand has been learning to make plans not based on my present resources, but based on God's promises. This means that if you're going to do any sort of planning, 
which you are, or else you wouldn't be listening to a podcast about living from the inside out. Your dream has got to be bigger than what your environment tells you. Steve Harvey tells the story of his hopes as a boy. His teacher gave the class an assignment. Write out on a piece of paper what you want to be when you're older. So young Steve wrote, I want to be on TV. That was his goal. Well, he got into trouble for daring to express such a ridiculous thought. And his teacher found his response silly and even thought he was messing around and sent a message home to his parents to complain. Do you know anyone on TV? She asked. No, ma'am. So what makes you think you'll ever be on TV? This story sends shivers down my spine because, you know, we entrust our children into the educational system so they are taught academics. And the majority of teachers have a heart to see children thrive. But the ones who don't, this is for you. Please, you don't need to inspire my child. Just teach him. But whatever you do, should my kid arrive to your class inspired and full of hope, I beg you, don't douse his dreams. So Steve got home and was questioned by his father. His mom told him of and his father asked him because the school had reported his bad behavior. Son, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be on TV, Steve said. His father replied, I want you to take that piece of paper that you wrote on and store it in your drawer. And every day, take it out and say, I'm going to be on television. Next, go and write something more believable for your teacher. I don't know, policeman, train driver, fireman. And give that to her. Today, Steve Harvey appears on national TV in the United States six days a week. And he said that for years, he sent that teacher the same Christmas present. A brand new television just so she could watch him. (laughs) I can see where the teacher's coming from, though. Often we draw conclusions based on what our senses pick up. She saw a low-income family in a poor neighborhood. She saw the statistics of young black men. She saw history and created a future for that young boy based on what the outside told her. It follows then that a fixed mindset relies on the senses for validation and proof. A growth mindset, on the other hand, trusts that the invisible is possible and therefore it strives to create the invisible, to make it physical, to make it palpable and for people to enjoy it. So I had my ideas clearly laid out for me, but did not have the resource to make it happen. And by resource, I mean I didn't have the knowledge because knowing that there is a village somewhere in England called Birdleap is one thing. Knowing how to get there is quite another. 
I also didn't have the funds I imagined I needed. And often I lacked the courage to strike out too. Consequently, I found myself shrinking my desires regularly so that they'd fit into reality. And that's something that I've learned that you don't adjust your dreams to suit your circumstances because circumstances change. But guess what? The catch 22 is that you are the master of your fate and you get to change the environment in which you find yourself, which will change your circumstances. Now I look back and I wonder, where did I receive the information that my vision could not happen? I didn't have a teacher who squashed my dreams. On the contrary, I grew up in what I would call a fertile environment. I didn't have a lack of strong role models. So where did that thought come from? Do you know that your environment feeds your mind? You won't always be able to pinpoint the source of negativity because that's a voice that isn't always audible. There are subliminal messages that are sent out through the media, through our friends and relatives, and even through the material we read that may appear harmless. Let's not forget also the thoughts that are born out of limiting beliefs. I see mindset as a potent substance that lies quietly on the floor of our mind. This substance might be comatose even because you don't even know that it's there. But it gives up fumes in the form of thoughts. And that too becomes a source. So even if you find yourself isolated from people and, oh, I'm just going to remove myself from the drama and take myself away from anybody that's negative, you can still be fed by your limiting thoughts, which are coming from the mindset that's just sitting there at the bottom of your mind. When my husband moved back to England from Nigeria as a teen, he had a clear idea of what he returned here for, and his ambitions were sizable. But he had a group of friends who regularly downsized his dreams as well as their own aspirations to fit the environment that they found themselves in. Black people can't excel, they warned him. Your best bet is to work very hard, doing any job you can find, save your money, build a house back home and move back. As a mom of four boys, three of them in their teens, I find that piece of advice ludicrous and frightening because teenagers are some of the biggest dreamers and when you tell them you can't do something, they'd either argue with you or they'll say, okay, and go and do it anyway. As a side note, there's a season to imagine big and childhood is a perfect time for that. If you're a parent, make sure you're fanning those flames in your child and also make sure that they are not surrounded by people who will downsize their ambitions even if it's done in jest. Thank God that my husband did not listen to the advice of his friends and he went on to do his own thing. 
If you're going to step into the growth zone, you've got to eliminate from your environment every voice, memory, suggestion that exists to shrink your aspirations. So I learned to stop basing the likelihood of my hopes coming to pass on how much I had or what I knew because a flourishing mind believes that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, which gives him or her full access to all that is needed and all that will be needed. On that note, do you wait to have every single duck in a row before you start? Because perfectionism will stop you from stepping into the growth zone. Some people want to see every single resource like I did. (laughs) I'm a perfect example. I don't consider myself a perfectionist. Maybe I am. We'll discover that (laughs) as we grow. But I know that I, a lot of times I wouldn't start on projects because I didn't have everything I needed to see it fully manifested. I didn't know at the time that I just needed to start and the act of starting creates the resources that you need as you journey on. So you don't always see everything. And if you're gathering resources before you start and you've decided you're not going to progress without having everything in place, your knowledge is based on a limited vision. Because no matter how vast your imagination is or how active it is, you still cannot imagine all that lies ahead of you. Last night, I was reading up on Costa, the coffee chain. Costa is a British chain. It's like our version of Starbucks. And I was surprised to discover, first of all, that it was British. And even more surprised to learn that it is owned by Coca-Cola. So it was founded in 1971 by two brothers who were immigrants. They literally were unemployed, nothing always the story of immigrants, always so inspiring, Bruno and Sergio Costa. First of all, let's just acknowledge that I don't recall seeing a Costa location before, I don't know, 2001. I don't remember seeing one, but they were there. I just didn't see it. So in 1985, Sergio bought his brother's share of the company And Bruno went on and he founded a small tableware business. Now, I'm not about to say that Bruno made the wrong choice. And if only he had stayed, he'll be filthy rich. Because I don't believe that money is the answer to everything or that it buys happiness. But we can all agree that it does answer many problems, right? Looking strictly at numbers and the direction in which we all want our businesses to head in, we can agree that Bruno lost out. The point is that he dreamed a future, but most likely did not grow into it becoming brand that would one day be purchased for £19 million in 1995. And he probably did not see it becoming the almost 4,000 location business that we have today. We cannot advance beyond what our eyes can see. 
And often we have to do some traveling before we can see even more. And that's why the adage, never give up, is so potent. We keep going, not because we expect a sudden explosion of business growth, but because the longer we travel, the more visibility we can have of the future. But when you give up early, it means that you either believe the dream was now complete or it couldn't be realized. I bet Bruno Costa thought that the dream was complete because they were making money and and it's okay if it was never his goal to dream it into a 90 million pound business. But I refuse to judge him for his decision because we don't know what his true intentions were. When it was sold, we don't know what he was thinking. We can only speculate. A growth mindset allows you to live beyond any limits. Your mind expands in accordance to your need. Or better still, your need becomes swallowed up by the space that your mind has created for it. But this cannot happen unless your mind is actually creating the space in the first place. So how can we create more space to grow in? I've got three tips. Number one is believe that God has a dream for you. I have a quote on my office wall which tells me to dream bigger and do more. The quote says, grow in the space of God's dream for you. And here's a tip. Don't wait to find inspirational art to purchase it. When a phrase hits you hard, you know, we all have those moments, those aha moments. Just head to Canva and make your own quote. Design it beautifully in a way that's meaningful to you. So I wrote that quote, grow into the space of God's dream for you during a deeply reflective time. I was seeking and writing and I reached a certainty that no matter how big my dream was, I'd written it out and it was huge. God's dream was way bigger. So I asked a question, how do I step into that big dream, God's big dream for me? I came to understand that the ideas and goals and desires that we have come from our spirit, which is one with God. And our dreams come from his dreams for us. Your aspiration is a tiny piece, a crumb from a giant cookie of God's plan for you. And if you believe God has a dream for you, it is not for you to simply feel good about it and be excited and confess it and affirm it. You're actually supposed to grow into it. And remember what we said at the beginning, growing is tough. A couple of years ago, I wanted to collaborate with a company and I agonized on what to bring to the table. I couldn't think beyond a blog post and exchanging of flyers, which just seems so basic. Then I had a brainstorming session with a friend and through it, we arrived at other options. In the days that went by, my mind expanded and more ideas just kept coming to the fore. 
those ideas were expanding into the space that had been created for it. And the meeting of two minds helped to expand that space for the collaboration. I couldn't do it on my own because I was seeing myself as relatively small compared to the company that I wanted to work with. And, you know, I had the usual doubts and negative self-talk. <laughs> I had the usual doubts and negative self-talk. What do you have to offer talks? Do you know the owner? Do you see how huge they are? They have been in business for longer than you. They're a larger company. They collaborate with big boys, not little you. Honestly, negative self-talk is the devil. <laughs> there was no way I could have gone beyond that place of limitation if I had carried on listening to those words. So when my friend Akuna showed up, she did not arrive with doubts. I was able to tap into her fertile mind and grow from there. Listen. You need good friends and not just good people who are friends, but people who have something to pour into you when you're empty. I've had opportunities to tap into my friends' minds. Titi has a phrase she uses often. I just know it's going to be okay. I just know it'll be all right. Her words are not empty. They carry a power that infuses you with the same certainty that she has in that moment. So we need ammo bearers in our lives to provide the space to help us dream bigger. Think of conception. Two cells come together in the flattened womb of a young lady. And as time goes on, the fetus develops and grows into a fully formed human. The space was there all along, but the cells just needed to grow into it. Seeing every idea as a cell that's ready to expand into its space is one way to develop this growth mindset. Many years ago, I attended a business class and the lecturer asked the first question, what is the most important thing you need to start your business? The answers offered by the students ranged from having a good accountant, excellent marketing skills, a business plan, to having a quiet place to work as well as a mailing list. Wrong, he said. He went to the board and wrote, Health. You need to take your health into consideration. If much of your time is spent in the hospital, how would you invoice clients? How will you answer the phone? How will you provide a service or create a product? So it isn't enough to have good health or even be aware of your state of health so you can manage it properly. We must go beyond and acquire better health, more vitality, more energy through exercise and healthy eating. There is no point dreaming big if you're physically unable to do the work 
that will manifest your ideas in the physical. During an interview with Marjorie Harvey, she was asked about her husband's rigorous workout routine. And her answer was, his goal requires it or his vision requires it. If you have a worthy destination in mind, you need a sizable amount of energy, strength and focus to be able to see it happen. Steve Harvey increased his resources by exercising because as we know, that raises your energy levels and it does wonders for your health. Second tip is to look for signs of growth. It took a minute to finally launch this podcast. I faced every limiting thought like, who will listen? Am I going to be consistent? What gives me the right to speak to the lives of others? So finally I started and every limiting belief I had was exposed as a lie. Episode one, (laughs) I recorded it three or four times and eventually published the first one. I critiqued it. I sent it to my friends. They thought it was brilliant, but I didn't quite agree with them. There was a standard I had in mind and it just didn't sound like what I wanted. A lot of it had more to do with my delivery as opposed to the quality of the sound. But anyway, I watched Becoming, Mrs. Obama's documentary, and saw that first introduction of her family, which she gave on the lawn in Iowa. I think it was Overman Park. Now, let me explain something. I'm inspired by people who move me to become more like me, not more like them. And Michelle Obama is right there at the top like she is for millions of women around the world. So I refer to her often. Let's carry on. (laughs) That little clip of her introducing her family happened before she became the first lady. So she had not yet been schooled on what to say and how to say it. She hadn't had the experience and education of how to communicate as a high-profile woman. But she grew into that space. That intro on the lawn showed a nervousness and greenness that is absent today. She went from where she was and went in to occupy the space that she stands today. And we know that she's not done growing. And the same thing is true for us. We can grow. We should grow, which you already know that you can grow, but you need to stop to recognize that it's happening and it has happened and it will continue to. Don't ever think that you're stagnant. I was researching my company recently and did an audit of the Baby Cut Shop video presence online. Ooh, child. <laughs> I saw videos of myself wearing makeup that I would call sacrilege today because I grew. I went from just kind of intuitively guessing what color goes with what to booking a class with MAC Cosmetics to have a makeup session done. 
and went from there to learning which colors work best with my skin as it relates to fashion and style. And that is growth because the way I dress now is not how I used to dress before. And my face, the makeup, everything is completely different. So don't dismiss changes in your life as, "Mm, that's just life. Rather recognize and celebrate your growth. My third and final tip for creating the space for your dreams to come to life is to design, create, make a vision board and regularly visit it. I've shared in the past episodes about the power of having a vision board. And what that is, is a pictorial version of the vision or the dreams that you're carrying. The reason you need one is because your mind needs to be bombarded with the information you want it to manifest. Already, our minds are fed by our spirit, which is where the vision comes from in the first place. But can you imagine if you also feed it from the outside using your senses? You won't even have any choice but to create what you see. Think about toddlers who spend their time with their mom or dad and they start to copy what they see their parents do. They mimic the sounds their parents make because they're literally being bombarded. Their sight and their um, sense of hearing is being bombarded and fed with the same information day in, day out. And I believe that if you do the same to your mind, if you feed it the picture that it's already carrying inside of it, it will have no choice but to create in the natural what it can see. Imagine now curating your environment by removing the negative as well. That way you select the right people to occupy your space and then top it up with a vision board that feeds your mind. I think that, you know, you would, you literally would be sorted with that because you will create in the physical what your mind can see. So this week, my suggestion for growth is create a graphic that really speaks to you. It doesn't even have to be in English. Ideally, this should be something that assures you that there is a bigger dream for you, that your creator has a bigger one than you have for yourself. I've created some printable affirmations, which will be going out by email next week. And if you'd like to receive it, make sure you join my mailing list at talksarotary.com and I've left a link in the show notes. I also want you to share this episode with at least one person. And here's why. You need to send a message out that you are becoming more of who you were created to be. And our authenticity gives others permission to shine. And that's what we want in our circle. We want people who are doing great things in our circle. And by sharing our knowledge and sharing lessons on growth and development and personal development, you help the people in your circle grow as well. You are amazing for listening to me chatter. And I sincerely appreciate you. I would love to connect with you on social I'm at Talks Aruture on the major platforms. I've left a link in the show note because my surname is exotic and can't be spelled by just 
anyone. <laughs> Remember to rate this episode on the Apple Podcast app if you can and if you don't mind. Thank you for listening. Let us continue to live from the inside out.